six months down the road, um, you are hanging out. Yeah. You still live in a beautiful Los Angeles, California. All right. You got the same roommate. Okay. No, you guys uh, generally get along. You got. He kind of has yeah. like, you know, keeps to himself. But yeah, I've got a great situation. His name uh, is Wally. Oh no. So you live with Wally. Yeah, in, Wally. Uh, in LA. Yeah. And uh, one day, uh, you guys, like I said, in general, you get along. Yeah. <clears throat> But there is one kind of disagreement you guys have. What's it's that? that sometimes he just leaves. He doesn't even close the door. Yeah. He just leaves the door open. That really and that really bothers me. Why is he doing yeah. that? Um, he just forgets. He's got a lot in his mind. Like what? Well, you know, he's got to, uh, he's, you know, kind of hungry usually when he leaves. The sure. Too hungry to close the door? Yeah. He's in search for uh, fish. Okay. What kind of fish? It doesn't really matter. Uh, basically, you're living with this guy named Wally Russ. Yeah, Wally and, uh, Russ. He is, yeah, he's a, a, a aware aware walrus. Yeah, fuck you. So, uh, what happens is, every once in a while, he'll transform into a walrus yeah. and he'll leave, and he can't really close the door behind him, so he just kind of just keeps going. He can't close the door. He's he's no. he's dexterous enough to open a door, but he can't close a door. That's what you're telling me. He can with walrus appendages turn a doorknob but he can't just like whip whip the doorknob whip the door back at him he goes look it's hard to explain but i don't give a fuck he goes look he looks walruses don't look back i don't give a shit you're you're leaving our home open the door to our home open everything exposed does he even have renter's insurance no yeah you're fucked dude i'm fucked stop doing that and he, he makes a promise that he's going to try to, like, you know, close the door. I fucking mean and it. Most of the time he does it, dude. Like 75% of the time now he does it. But well, every I'm once in a while. Ass. I'm still on his ass hard. Every time he yeah. leaves the door open, I'm riding What would you ass. say to him? I'd be like, Wally, you left the fucking door open again. I know you're getting better at it, but you have, you have to start doing it every single time. Because you're, you yeah. can't leave a door open for people to just walk into your place. Un, you know, un, unannounced, un, unattended. Sure. Steal your shit. Look, he feels bad. He's not proud of himself. He needs to feel bad. It's a home safety issue. You know? What if I'm like sleeping and he leaves? Yeah. And that has happened. Me. You have you have woken up uh from a nap and walked out into your like your hallway nude and you like turned. Why am I nude, Pat? Why am you I slept, nude? You slept nude, just what you do. And so you uh, walked down the hallway and you felt the sunlight on your bare body and you kind of stopped and like did that thing where you yawned, you know what I mean? And really stuck your uh, stomach and crotch out. And then you kind of like came back to normal. You looked out the window and there are the the front door and there's all these kids just like looking at you like neighborhood kids. you looking at me and stretching in the most vulnerable stretch. And one kid just goes, we'll never tell anyone. And they leave. God, thank God. Yeah, that could have been a huge misunderstanding. Yeah. So um, anyway, so beyond that, it's not that big a deal. The door's open. So um, you are like, you know, doing the same stuff you're doing now, telling jokes, you know? Yeah. You got a uh, job as a script writer. Okay, that's good. Yeah. 
What what am I writing? You're writing a uh, reboot of Friends, except everyone is ugly and unpleasant. Oh, okay. It's called "Fuck These Guys." <laughs> okay. okay, but it's a it's a reboot. Yeah. But but all the characters are drastically different. Yeah, it's it's a little odd. It was just an experiment the network was trying, you know. Yeah. So um, it, and the show it is does, called this network show is called "Fuck These Guys." Fuck yes, yeah, on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. How's it do? People are just like, yeah. I mean, this is kind of funny, but they're like, why did why is how is this a remake of Friends? I don't, I don't know. Was it? Did I like do it, a good job? It, it, it takes place like uh, on the uh, the front lines of the uh, Iraq War. Why would it? Pass? It's about a bunch of friends uh, who are in the same like you know military unit in the future. Yeah, and they have like laser guns and stuff. One guy rides a uh, an ostrich. So you're telling me there's a, an Iraq War in the future? The U.S. goes to war with Iraq in the future. And we have an, uh, we've weaponized ostriches, and we have laser guns. Well, no, th- at this point, the Iraq War was, uh, you know, pretty much done. Uh, this is just like it takes place in the Iraq War, but it's a remake of Friends, and also it's a musical. Pat, I got to be honest with you, this sounds fucking awful. It's not well received. Yeah, I thought you said people thought it was funny. Some people did, but a lot of people did not. Like most of the people who watched it, so it's just a big bomb. Yeah, uh, someone writes a review, and the name of it, the name of the review is "fuck, fuck these guys." Dot, dot, dot. But for real, I hate it. Jesus Christ! Dominic Lafonge wrote that. Dominic Lafonge. Yeah, he comes from the Lafonge family. Uh, Why? Well, I don't fucking have any idea who that is, Pat. And you um, know that. Th- they were the first people to bring uh, black lights to this country. I'm going to bet you that's not true. They brought them over from France yeah. in like uh, 1968. Yeah. 68. Yeah. Okay. What happened, what happened was um, this guy was like super religious or whatever and he was like, I'm pretty sure my son is masturbating a lot. Yeah. And he's like, but how do I prove this? And then he invented uh, the blacklight. So that was the its, its original intent. Was it, a, yeah. it was a tool of discovery. Yeah. You know. No one knows what he found. <laughs> I, got, I got a couple ideas for you. It's called yeah. snail trails. So what... Oh, so this uh, is not like a, a pretty well-received thing at all, but yeah. you have like <clears throat> some money saved up from it. Like, like it, it, it's only the one season. Yeah. And you right now, you were paid $45,000. Uh, 45? Yeah. Okay. So you have some money saved up. All right. And it is a, uh, I'll just say it's a good thing you do. Oh, God damn. I mean, that can mean a lot of different things, Pat. You're going to have to explain. Um, you killed a kid? What the fuck? I killed a kid? 
Yeah, by accident with your comedy. Of, of course, by accident. You got uh, booked to uh, perform at uh, a Hooters restaurant. It was like for this like private party. Uh, just okay. some guys. It was like a bachelor party, pretty much. And they were like, yeah, Wait. we just want to like hang out with some babes, eat some wings and laugh at some comedy. And, and you're like, I'm your man. Why would why would I in, in Los Angeles? Yeah. Me of all people. Because what well, one of them saw you at a uh, at an open mic. Yeah. You were doing uh, an open mic uh, at a uh, Jiffy Loop. And he came in to get his uh, you know oil change and heard yeah. you telling jokes, and he just thought you were hilarious. And so one of his things was like, look, if we do have a bachelor party, I, I really want to have like, you know, some comedy there. And they're like, oh, remember that guy we saw at the Jiffy Lube? <laughs> yeah. The Jiffy Lube Joker is what, is, is <laughs> oh, what people no. start calling you. No. Because you had a breakout set at this mic, dude. What are you like, talking you were supposed, about? A you were supposed to do set at the Jiffy Lube mic. You were supposed to do three minutes, oh, and you no. ended up killing so hard that you that you did an hour, ben. and people were. But no, dude, I'm saying like people were into it. it it's it's regarded as one of the most groundbreaking specials ever. What do you mean by special? You like release it. I release it. How it was as the was Jiffy a- Lube, and then you you call it the recording. The Aaron Brooks, the Jiffy Lube Joker. Man. I recorded it on my phone, probably. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna yeah. put that out as a special, and it's it's yeah. a groundbreaking special. It sells, dude. How you? Yeah, how much? Um, it the first week it sells uh nine thousand copies. Holy shit! Yeah. What helped is that you were interviewed on this uh this new comedy podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What podcast? It's called Cosmic Comedy. <sighs> and uh, it's hosted by this guy. Um, he's kind of hard to explain. Um, yeah. Is he? Basically, uh, what uh, what it appears to be is this guy, uh, but like instead of like a normal outline, He's outlined in the stars. Oh. He is smoking the biggest joint you have ever seen in your fucking life. Length or girth? Both. Oh, man. And like when, like when he blows out smoke, you look into the smoke, and for a second, you can see uh, a vision of the, the day God rested. Oh, fuck. Coming out of that big hog. He's got this like giant uh, cowboy hat yeah. on his head. Oh man, it's the cosmic cowboy. Hell yeah, cosmic comedy with the cosmic cowboy. Okay. So he like he interviews you and he's like, and he's like, say Aaron, I heard that you like to tell jokes. Uh, that's true. Mr. He cowboy. takes a huge hit of that fucking joint. Yeah. He blows it uh up through the uh. You know, the studio vents. A big pull off the old hog. A giant pull. To the point where you don't, neither one of you says anything. You just kind of like look at him as he takes like this like huge like hit. <laughs> and he uh, slowly, you know, you know, blows out that uh, 
that fucking smoke, and you yeah. look at that smoke, and you see a galaxy being born in the fire of creation. He's like, anyway, Aaron, Jesus I'm the Cosmic Christ. Cowboy. And he uh, interviews you about comedy and stuff like that. He plays a couple uh, you know, excerpts uh, from your latest album. What's it, what's it called? Uh, it's called Suck It To Me, Baby. Oh. And the cover is you, like almost like you're a ventriloquist. Uh, but instead of uh, you're holding up a dummy, you're holding like a sock puppet. And it has like, you know, like eye, googly eyes on it and stuff like that. Jesus Christ. It's why, is re- it so, why is it so bad? You just thought it was funny. Like, it's not referenced in the material at all. It's, just, it's a normal album. It's just you decided to give it like a, a pretty strange name. You just thought it was kind of funny. That really sucks, Matt. Suck it to me, baby. But it is a landmark album you know that if i do another album i'm gonna have to call it sakatumi baby because the first album came from yeah. this show it's pretty funny yeah it's it's i can't believe you actually did that yeah <laughs> yeah we're idiots yeah for sure sorry that's okay sakatumi baby is the was such a fucking horrible that's an awful title pat that's so bad. But it sells, dude. <laughs> yeah. You're doing okay. Is it, is it good? Yeah, it's a solid album. It's just okay. a terrible, it's uh, terrible title and cover. Does that entice anyone to buy? Um, The title? Yeah. No, but the uh, the podcast appearance does. Okay. You're on the podcast. You're kind of um doing a bunch of stuff. You're doing a bunch of shows to promote it. So yeah. um, it's like a, a very... Like grassroots campaign. Yeah. That you know makes I mean? sense. Yeah. But uh, it works. People are into it and it just organically grows from there, you know? Yeah. The only odd part about it is that the uh, the album ends with you uh, doing a very earnest cover of uh, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Putting that on the ass end of an album. I wouldn't have a problem with that one bit. <laughs> God damn it. God, people no. are, oh, are like a little a little weirded out by that. But <laughs> what? So that's the only thing that they're kind of like, uh, I don't know. I feel like if I could get away with it, I would do it. Yeah. You know, if, if they didn't like come after you for selling their song. So the point is that an earnest cover. Yeah. Of the, of, uh, yeah. I almost said Isis by the Goodos. <laughs> Iris by the Goodos. So anyway, the point is that you were uh, doing a gig at this Hooters, okay? And uh, what happened was um, you were telling jokes, and this little kid kept sticking his head in and being like, and like yelling, like, like, nice joke, fatso, or whatever stuff oh, like that. God, Pat. he'd stick his he'd stick his face in, <laughs> and he and, and he and he would just go like like you know, uh, false premise, stupid. I love that you're actually leaning into the camera when you're saying these. I wish the people could see that you're leaning in, acting like you're a small child calling me a fatso in the middle of a hooter. You're I'm, really I'm, leaning into it. I'm in character. Yeah, I could tell. That's at one point. At one point, he leans in and he, and he just goes, "Hey, Aaron, you fat fucking asshole! Fuck you!" <laughs> and basically, at that point, you get so mad that you just kind of like turn to like yell at him, and like your shoe accidentally kicks off. No, and it uh hits him like right in the throat, and he just dies instantly. Oh, God, 
Now and the throat, I just collapsed yeah. his throat. Yeah. Now you don't go to jail because it honestly was an accident and you had no idea it was going to happen. And also, you know, respect the artist and stuff, but uh, you're sued, you oh. know, in a civil suit by, uh, you know, the boy's parents. What was, what was the boy's name? Henry, but a <laughs> Yeah. What was his, his mom and dad's names? Please. Uh, Francine and Jack. Yeah. So, um, you're like, uh, you know, in debt to these people. Like, what's they, their you know, deal? Uh, um, they, per, they grow garlic for a living. <laughs> Yeah. But a Fuco garlic. Yeah. But here's the deal, dude. If you want to impress somebody with your cooking, like but a Fuco garlic is the way to go. Like you will get laid, dude. Like that's how good this garlic is. Is that like the, how they advertise it? Is yeah. That, is the, that their they, they go, they go, but a Fuco garlic, you'll at least get your dick sucked. <laughs> oh my God. Is that oh, like a commercial? Yeah, Gilbert Godfrey is like their like uh, oh, no. like spokesman. And so it's like, you'll at least get your dick sucked. I mean, I, I can't do the voice, obviously, but yeah. like, you know, he'll he's he's you know the, in the commercial or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But if you go garlic, you'll at least get your dick sucked. Is it true, dude? Honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. have like an eighty percent chance like it like you have to fuck up monumentally to at least not get a hand job from this you know what i mean like you would have to like you know cook a spaghetti with meatballs and you know fucking soap like you would you would have to screw up badly you know yeah, what i mean that's how like that's good. how good this garlic is, is it like super expensive um it sounds it's, like it's pricey yeah it's not it's not cheap like, like but, how, how much are we talking for like a whole head of butterfuco garlic 12 bucks man that is expensive fucking garlic pat yeah dude but <laughs> it is honestly but i mean hey you know it's the best garlic you've ever had in your life i mean i'm not gonna lie it's also like a produce item and i'm not gonna tell them it's the butterfuco garlic i'm just gonna say it's a regular garlic yeah and you've been doing this six two and you've been doing this for years. So so, so you kind of wonder if this is like like you know some kind of karmic retribution for your theft from the uh but a few go garlic family. Okay. And so so, uh, so yeah. I I I think when this happens I have a conscious thought that this is retribution from all the money I've stolen from them by not buying their $12 heads of garlic. You can't prove it, and you know no one says anything to you like that. But you just feel that in your heart. That fucking sucks. Yeah, that not. So, I feel so guilty. I've stolen money and their child's life. <laughs> you know. Yeah, dude. So I'm, like, think, pub so I'm public enemy number one of them. I'm the worst person they know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They're pretty upset. And so basically, what ends up happening is you are sued by them and it turns out that you now owe them $235,000 Holy shit. and a $50 gift card to the Darden family restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sucks. The, yeah. Their lawyer was very insistent on that. Jesus Christ. How am I going to pay that off? 
I want savings right now. Yeah. Because fuck these guys bombed. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Do I, am I going to be able to? I will say though that game? there are like, you know, what happens eventually with, with fuck these guys is that it does get people come around on it. Not everyone, but there's definitely a very dedicated online fan base to fuck these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Do they like follow me and like want to uh, participate in what I have going on? Um. Yeah. I mean, you do, you know, gain some fans from it because they're like, oh, you're the guy who did that. Uh, that show oh hell yeah yeah i'd love to watch yeah. you stand up or i'd love to watch this but mostly they just want to talk to you about fuck these guys and okay. after after a while you kind of cease uh, uh communication with these guys okay that's weird so yeah you're kind of in the hole financially and um you're not feeling too good yeah you sit down and um you think to yourself oh my favorite show chunks is on tv i should watch it yeah and you're about to hit power, but then you hear, um, hey, Aaron. Oh, fuck. Yeah, where's it coming from, Pat? Hey, Aaron, down here, buddy. Where? Down where? You kind of like look down and you kind of see like in the uh, in the wall, there's like a uh, like a like a, a socket. You know what I mean? Electrical socket. Yeah. And you kind of look at it and it's almost like you can swear that. You know how sometimes they kind of look like like a like a face. Yeah, you can almost like you can swear they're kind of looking at you. Both outlets are looking at me. Yeah, and you well, no, only the top one. And you kind of go, "What the heck?" And you kind of like like do the thing where you go, "What what what?" You kind of like uh, rub your eyes and go, yeah. and shake your head back and forth. Refocus. And when it, and when you open it, looking at this fucking three pronged you know outlet, this socket. Now it definitely is looking at you yeah it has it like a long uh you know black hair too are you fucking kidding me Ben? how the fuck does an outlet have hair where where's it going how is it styled? from the top of the the outlet you know how they kind of look like surprised guys going like who yeah. you know what i mean so, so it's, it's not on the whole frame just above their their little head yeah <sighs> This sucks. He's and actually, what's what's interesting is that the eyes kind of grow a little larger, yeah, like a little taller, and they kind of like go out of frame of the of the uh, of yeah. the face. It's a little bit strange, but you kind of look at it and you go, "What the heck?" And it go, and then and now it's you can tell it's looking at you because it starts talking to you, and it goes, "Hey, Aaron, it's me, Crockett T. Socket." Oh, Pat, God damn. And I want to plug you in. Oh, what? He goes on to explain uh, that he's part of this. He socket, and I want to plug you in. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck, Pat? He goes on to explain that he's part of this uh, intelligence network. Yeah, what intelligence where, network? Um, they're called the uh, Socket Spies, oh, and uh, basically anywhere that there's a uh, one of those outlets where it kind of looks like a face a little bit. What does the T uh, stand for? Is it for the word the? Is it for the word the Pat T H E? I want you to say it. <laughs> I want you to say it. Well, I mean, I mean, you'd have to assume that. Is, I mean, I don't what know. Is, what is you don't know what the, what the T stands for? 
Is it for the word though, Pat? Yeah, it is. Motherfucker. <laughs> it 100 percent You son of a bitch. This is the stupidest character in the history of this show. So the socket spies, they're basically, like I said, intelligence networks, they kind of see what's going on, fight crime and stuff like that. And uh Crockett T Socket goes on to tell you that he can uh help you and he kind of he can help you out, plug you in, as he puts it. Oh god. He goes, he goes, um, I can help pay off <laughs> I'll pay off what you owe. <laughs> and now when you look at him, it's weird because now because he has like the long black hair and stuff. Yeah. But he also has like directly underneath where like his neck would be. There's <laughs> yeah. like a like a leather jacket. Yeah. I don't like any of this at all. I would say, what do you want me to do? He goes, I'll get rid of all your debt. You just got to do one thing. What? What do you want me to do? You have to kill a man. Who? So uh, Crockett the Socket goes on to explain that <sighs> there's uh, this. Ser- so basically, like I said, they try to fight crime and uh, stop evil and stuff like that. Crockett uh, the Socket. Yeah, the socket spies. Yeah, and I so um, there's a serial killer who's been terrorizing Austin, and yeah. they know where he is and who he is. So they need you to go ahead and stop him. Who is he and where is he? He's called the uh, he's called the Soupy Slasher. Ugh. What it is is that um, he's a guy who he'll slash uh, his victims' throats, and then as they lay dying, he'll just pour a scalding hot soup on top of them. Oh, on top of the wound. Yeah, but oh. when they do when like when like the crime lab does like um uh analysis of everything, they're like, I gotta tell you, this is probably the most delicious soup that's <laughs> ever like like this guy makes like artisan soups and then how kills people they, with them. How do they, they recreate well they they know they recreate it using science and they you recreate know. a recipe from soup poured into a gaping throat wound. They're able to recreate a recipe and declare that this guy makes incredible soup. Yeah, they're soup scientists. Oh, what the fuck? So what's been happening lately is uh, in the, the L.A. area, there's been a lot of like food related crimes. You know yeah. what I mean? There was a guy no, who was beaten, mean, beaten to death with a, a baguette. Uh, there was a guy <laughs> who was drowned in uh, au jus sauce. So there's like been a very big uh, emphasis on food related crimes. And... Um, Heading the whole thing up is this man. His name is a uh, special agent Herman Crumbs, and basically uh, he is like a former candy cop who now oversees the food division of crime. Her- yeah, yeah, and so uh, basically um, they're you know trying to figure out who this guy is you know what i mean and yeah. like so they've like i said they've they've done the recreations of the soup and pronounced them the delicious and uh you know they send out agents in the field and stuff like that um like they have a couple of different spies uh like the the head of like uh chef boyardee is like a he's like a he's, he's one of them you know what i mean yeah um there's a, a guy who works a drive through at burger king he's in on it too they have like their hands everywhere dude all all the power players. Yeah. All the so, BK drive-throughs. So Crockett the socket uh, explains that he needs you to go ahead and and stop this guy. You're okay. the only one who can do it. Why am I the only one who can do this? How is there nobody else capable of killing another human being on the planet? Crockett the socket goes, "You're the only one we trust." <laughs> Why do you trust me? 
We just think you're real cool, buddy. I don't like this at all. I don't like this one bit. But he goes on to explain that they know exactly where it's staying. If you go there and, you know, take care of them, they'll get rid of all your debt. And he goes, and even toss you something a little extra. <sighs> How much extra are we talking here? He goes, $90,000. Then he, like, winks at you. Any way to up that? I'm sorry? Any way to increase that a little bit? He goes, uh, he kind of thinks about it. You can see that he's kind of like looking up in the sky like, um, and then he goes, how about 120? <laughs> okay, deal. Where Where is he? He goes, um, he goes on to explain that he's staying at this, uh, this motel downtown. Yeah. And he goes, but we have to shake on it. Okay. Do you touch the socket? I, I've always been warned not to touch sockets. You know what I mean? My whole yeah. life. He goes, we got to shake on it, buddy. Fine. I shake on it. I'm losing my mind here. I shake it on it. I shake his hand. I shake the leather jacket. You shake it. And uh, uh, just a small, a uh, very small, Man, but very noticeable electric current goes through your body. Fuck that. It goes right to your dick. Yeah. It feels great. Oh, man. It doesn't hurt at all. At first, you're like, because you're kind of like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, basically. And then once it hits the tip of that fucking dick, you're like, ah, it kind of like brings you some calm, you know? (laughs) So gross. Yeah. I mean, okay, fine. So I go to to that motel. So you go to the motel. You're staying in room... 19 what do you do is it is it like visible to people um it's kind of tucked away in the back shadows everywhere okay uh do i have any you're weapons the, uh, with me? you're the hoot of an owl Hoo. Hoo. then you hear another owl go are you <laughs> within like a, a couple of seconds the whole owl chorus starts singing that song by the Fuck who you they're you're all like singing. you're like okay Jesus whatever Christ. you go around the corner you're at room 19 what do you do do i have any weapons with me would you bring any well i'm in austin so I don't, I'm, I'm like traveling, you know? Yeah. I don't have any weapons. Just whatever's in the car. You have a um, a tire iron. Okay. I'm going to knock on the door, and then I'm going to get down on all fours. The door opens. And I just fucking swing at a knee or whatever's there. I just swing. I aim for a joint. I'm, you know, <laughs> taking out. I'm taking out a knee. And yeah. And then I'm. Then I'm. Uh. Man, all my debt and one hundred twenty thousand dollars, and I'm stopping a serial killer. Uh, yeah. Then I'm so just gonna, you a couple yeah. bonks to the head. Bonk, so you bonk, 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 and you're saying bonk, bonk, bonk out loud oh, as you no. hit this guy in the fucking face. You cave his goddamn Ugh. face in, dude. And as you're doing it, you kind of look up and you see that he has like a, uh, 
a stove there, like a yeah. stovetop, and you see like some soup just simmering on that stovetop. You look at that soup, you see a, a large bubble form in the middle, yeah. and it takes a second and right before it pops, it just looks like the most beautiful breast that you've ever seen in your life. God damn, a soup it titty. pops, the soup titty disappears, but you think to yourself, that's not the last I've ever seen in one of those. Let's hope. So then you look back down at the uh, the body, and like the guy is like clearly dead. I leave. Um, I just leave. Do you try the soup? No, absolutely not. I look at the soup and I go, "What a waste!" <laughs> and then I then I turn and I leave and I get out of there ASAP. You get out of there ASAP, dude. And um, you drive home. Um, you kind of get home and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like I can't believe I you're like I just killed someone. Yeah. You walk uh, back up to your apartment, you turn on the TV, and in the news, uh, there's this uh, reporter live on the scene. Yeah. He's like, this is Ed, Ed, Edward Buttress, and I'm here with Lanalax News. <clears throat> he goes, he goes, uh, a fire, a deadly fire started here downtown uh, when a, uh, apparently uh, an entire motel burned to ashes uh, due to a fire started by soup. It's a de- it's, it's one of several deadly soup fires to have hit this city <laughs> in this calendar year. Oh, I'm Edward. No. I and, and, and he's like, "Yep, there's nothing was found." And he goes, "I'm Ed Buttress, Lanalax News." And then like he thinks he's off the air, but he's not, and he just turns to like whoever like the you know a producer is. Yeah, and he and he just goes, and he just goes. I fucking hate the people who live in this town. And then like just like cuts back. And then the people are like they're like the news guys like, okay. Anyway. It was just like a weird Edward. insult. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, um, did the did the did the people of the town ever forgive him? No. He's a pariah to this day. I, I don't blame him. You can't say that, Edward. Good luck in Topeka or wherever you're going. Yeah. So um you're kind of like, holy shit, and you realize like all the evidence that you ever killed anyone is gone. It's gone. And you kind of like, then you hear just hear, hey, Aaron, over oh. here, buddy. What do you do? I steal myself. And then I look towards the sound. And it's coming from uh, one of those three pronged uh, sockets. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. you put, uh, you know, you're a. Uh, Is it Crockett the socket? He goes, it's Crockett T socket, buddy. Crockett the. And he you goes, say your middle name. And he goes, and I got you plugged in. And he Ugh. goes, he goes, Aaron, you were successful in your mission and he goes check your bank account buddy do you check it yeah of course i check it it is uh 120 thousand dollars richer hell yeah what about all my debts gone how do i know you get an email it's um it's from the family it's like Aaron, we've long thought about this, and we decided, how about you donate $10,000 to a charitable donation in our daughter's name, and we'll call it even. Yeah. And it says, will you do it? And it says yes or no underneath it. You can, like, click one. What do you click? In their daughter's name? 
Yes. I thought I killed their son. You did, but their daughter, uh, the daughter and the son didn't really get along very well. And so yeah. basically she was like, I want it to be in my name. And she wouldn't like <laughs> stop crying until, yeah, she's in the, she's in, you know, she's like six. You know what I mean? I'm sure so, she'll grow out of it. So the, the parents acquiesced to a bratty six-year-old to have their dead son's funds put into her name. I would just go, yeah, sure. And I would check yes. And I would deposit the funds in her name. So you do that and you're like, that was fucking odd. Uh, But then, you know, you're like, excuse me. You're like, ah, whatever. And then uh, you turn around and uh, you see Crockett T-Socket looking at you. And he's got that leather jacket underneath, you know, the the, the three-pronged thing. And he's got long black hair. You know what I mean? He's He's holding a skateboard. He's like, he goes, we did right by you, Aaron. Yeah, you sure did, Crockett and the he, socket. And he goes, thanks for taking care of that guy. He of was course. really bad. Yeah, he sounded really bad. And he goes, anyway, tomorrow's a new day. If you ever need anything, don't, you know, give us, let, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you, Crockett. <laughs> Take care. You kind of blank and it goes kind of back to normal and you're yeah. like, oh, that was weird. I am dumbfounded and I sit there in, in total silence and complete amazement. Not moving. Not barely. I'm barely breathing. I am barely breathing. Yeah. And uh, you kind of hear like a, like a strange noise and you're like, what the hell? <clears throat> and uh, you walk outside, you walk into the, uh, the main hallway of your apartment and uh, this guy had walked in because the door was left open. God damn it, he, Wally. He's holding a knife and he goes, God damn it. He goes, you son of a bitch. I'm the bisque beast. And he stabs you in the heart. <laughs> what the fuck? The bisque beast? He, he rips your heart out and uh, chops it. it up. He makes a bisque, uh, like a crab bisque with your heart in it. And, uh, and he tastes it. And right before you die, all you hear is him just go, this tastes like shit. And then oh. you die. God damn it. So he, how was I alive while he was cooking a crab bisque? You were just, um, I don't know. It just took a while. It's kind of a one in the million thing. Whatever. You had, you had enough sucks. blood in your body at that point yeah. that it, like you were good for about, you know, 20 minutes yeah. as he, as he made the bisque. And, uh, he was like, he was like, do you have any Parmesan at one point? And like, you just don't say anything. And he's like, Oh, right. And he like, eventually he finds it. He finds well, the Parmesan. Good. good. I'm fucking glad. Fuck you. Why? Just stop. Crockett the Socket sucks. <laughs> He's the newest character on the show. He's kind of like a Bill the Dill, but he's Crockett the Socket. I think I think he's I think that's kinda cool. No. I'm I saw turning a, this off. I saw a socket that looked like a face the other day and I was like, oh no. And I wrote it down. I'm like, yeah. Sorry. All right, good night. <laughs>